Hi family, welcome to another episode of the Mustard Podcast. If this is your first time, you are welcome to the family and I am you today. Thanks for joining today. So, today's episode is kind of different from others. On this episode, I will be talking about nothing and everything together. There's no title for this episode, no focal topic of discussion so i'll just be winging it and i'll be saying things as they come to my head or i'll just be saying things that have happened to me or things that i think are noteworthy that i can share so how did the idea for this episode come up now this was totally unplanned i i'm just in the car reading um okay Indibes, foreign gods incorporated and i just thought about it so I would start from the book. The book, this is like the hundredth time. I know I'm exaggerating, but I've read this book a lot. And I will read like a summary of it, what is in the back cover, so you can join me. Then from there, we'll proceed to other things I would like to share to you. So, Foreign God Incorporated tells the story of Ike. A highly educated Nigerian, barely making a living driving a cab in New York City. A bad marriage and his addiction to gambling and alcohol, not to mention financial demands from his family in Nigeria, have pushed him into crisis. After learning about a high-end Manhattan art dealer specializing in the sale of foreign goods, Ike hatches a desperate plan involving the theft of his old village's chief god but on ike's return to nigeria complications arises political corruption family conflicts and rising tension between christians and followers of ngene the war god he has returned to steal a meditation on the dreams of promises and frustrations are globally interconnected world foreign gods incorporated announces the arrival of a major literary voice so that is just like the snippet of the book i was reading and i just got the idea for this episode okay how did i even get this book i wanted to get okay in the that's the author i wanted to get that book never look an american in the eye but the vendor or the books that i wanted to buy from did not have that copy and they suggested this so i got foreign gods incorporated and i got um arrows of rain by the same author and i have been reading them on and on and on since then so this is where i would begin the talking about nothing episode so we are just going to win this and we are going to talk on a lot of things i hope this episode does not drag on and on and on because i'm going to be talking about a lot yes one thing i want to share another thing i want to share is I think I am addicted to this working from home life lifestyle. Like I become so addicted that anytime I have an interview and I realize I have to work from an office, 
I get like I don't know I have this anxiety or something and even when I pass the interview normally because of the nature of what I do I do writing I write and mostly I develop content for anybody I work for so in my mind I always think ah yes I work from home but sometimes that is not the case for some firms I have to go to the offices and all and I just get scared even when I scale through the interview and I have to resume I'll be like I got another offer that is better and I leave it like I have become so addicted to this freelance lifestyle like I am scared now of facing people okay where when did I even began and um, begin freelancing I think I I said when I was in final year or maybe year three I think it was year three or so at the ending of my third year in school my penultimate year in University of Lagos I got a creative writing internship not really an internship shop, but just a writing gig. But I knew it was nothing so serious. And that was just there from an I have been working from home ever since though. I had a stint where I got a co-working space and I was working with other creatives that were not necessarily going to the head offices where they work for. They just they freelance basically most of them. So it was not really like an office of the main brand. So then at the point I got tired of it and I returned to working from home. See, let me know. I know because I say I'm addicted, it may seem like working from home is super easy. Nah, working from home is not so easy, especially in Nigeria. And especially if you are not living in like an area where it gets 24-7 electricity or if you don't have enough money or if you are not being paid extra money for data. At first, then it was hard. From when I when I left school, I started doing freelance seriously and still working from home seriously. Immediately after my final exam, it became so serious. At the early stages, it was pretty difficult. I wasn't able to manage time, manage. You know the power dynamics in Nigeria now. The electricity lifestyle. We had to. We have to wait for light every time. Then. Of course, the power of your laptop will not be consistent. Then, data. <laughs> I was using one network. Let me not mention the name. And it was as if they were using straw to drain the data that I was using. Then until later, I got used to, like, I tried other networks out. And I it became good for me. But at first, working from home was difficult. I had to adjust to waking up early I just planning my day of course I had to do some chores at home compulsory I cannot even escape it I had to do those things I could not avoid it then I had to plan my day and I was working like because I could not plan my day well and the power situation was bad and the data situation was terrible I fell short so instead of me to finish work for the day around five or six I might be doing nothing around 2 to 4. Then it's now being the night that I would start working. And that was how I got used to writing in the night, writing in the midnight too. That was it. And it was pretty difficult to... Maybe I think... Okay, that was 2018 or so. And in 2019, I started getting used to it. I got a good schedule. I started to manage my time. And... I got used to the network situation so I could work well. So being used to the situation of working at home from home 
I got used to working from home that I just kind of get scared or not really it's not really fair fear but I just have this cold feet when I realize that damn so I have to go back to an office and start working the office lifestyle but I'm trying to adjust hopefully hopefully I would that feeling would I don't know I hope it disappears I hope it does truly 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 I hope it does and I guess it so I just decided to share that so are you do you freelance what do you think how do you think I can get used to this do you have any tips for me or do you want me to send this about the freelance lifestyle about the writing lifestyle send me a voice message let me know Hmm. Another thing I would like to discuss, ah, I have a new favorite hobby and this is early morning jogs with my daddy. Like, I, I and my dad, we have, like, over the years since I was little, we've developed different means on how we bond. Sometimes we bond through music, we listen to popular Fuji music, we listen to Saido Shukpat together. We sing the songs with the top of our hearts. We sing, sing, we drive. It will take us to this place of work back then when we were kids. We will play around, we stay with him. But these days, my dad has said, like, going on early morning jogging. And I said to accompany him. And we would do that from 5 o'clock till when we've done, when we've gone, um, to, when we've hit our target. We would do that and... We always just along the way. You wait for me because I'm always tired. I'm lazy as fuck. So <laughs> I know. But we just along the way. We talk. And it is always like every day is always fun. Like that's like my new favorite thing now. And I cherish every moment of it. You can all feel the excitement for my voice, can't you? You can. I'm sure you can. Another thing I've been up to recently is reviews. Like I've been reviewing books that secondary school students maybe not really secondary school primary and secondary school pupils and students we use for their next curriculum starting um maybe i think next year or next two years i've been reviewing books for legal states primary and secondary schools and it has really been eye-opening like i've been seeing different styles of writing different kinds of writing ones that made me smile the ones that reminded me of high school or secondary school, as you call it. The ones that reminded me of nursery school, the bad writers, the good writers. The writers that can write but could not get publishers or editors that will help them with their story. I have done, I think the first batch was 31, then the second was 10. So I've done like 40 plus books. I've reviewed these books for that they might including legal states primary and secondary school curriculums and when i say hmm the things i've read in all those books i opened i think it is only helping i mean it helped me like to know some things when i want to begin my writing career like writing novels and maybe poetry but i have learned a whole lot i have learned that editing is key i have learned that if you want to be a bad writer, you can actually be a bad writer. There's no two ways about it. And the thing is, not everyone has to be a writer. Even if you want to be a writer, it's not compulsory. You write stories, you write novels, you write 
fiction you can actually do non-fiction because sometimes when i read some of those books they're like am i reading an history text or a history text or am i reading a novel with a plot that is meant to keep me glued that's it like i just feel like not everyone should be writers like if you want to write and you know you you have this academic style academic approach you can stick to that but and also you can be a good writer but your book can still be shit like editing editing is key and i think most young writers have not noticed it and what i've noticed is is most of the books i reviewed during the course of the time i was reviewing those books the ones that I feel were shabby kind of were from young writers. You see it by their pictures or you see it by the author's notes that they are young. So, like, I think young writers have to, like, keep pushing, keep trying before they make... I, honestly, I applaud their efforts. It takes courage to write a book and everything. I really applaud them. I wish I could be like them because they've taken a bold step. Whether I like it or not, they are authors. They've published a book and there's nothing I can do about it. But hopefully they improve and they get to um they get to employ editors that will help change the whole idea of the book, especially for the kids' book. Kids need words that light kids kids do not need books that have long sentences and also those are the things that most of them I decided to share. Another thing I would like to share in because of this talking about nothing and talking about everything is sea dramas. Okay, well, sea drama is Chinese dramas. Like, I stumbled on one Chinese drama on YouTube because, um, on like Korean dramas or American dramas, Chinese dramas, they normally post them on YouTube channels, official YouTube channels, not illegal. So I stumbled on one one day and I would, and I will see, I had to fast forward. I had to fast forward some of like some scenes, some clips because they were too cringy, they were too cheesy, and God, oh my God, they were too cheesy. Like I wanted, I wanted to die at the cuteness. They were so cute. Some of these dramas, God, like I could not think how cute some of these scenes were. And since I stumbled on one, I stayed like, if I'm bored, I'll just look for another Chinese drama, especially the latest one, and I'll try to see. But damn, hmm. Those who find their storylines. Hmm. Even K-dramas. They are not as creative as Chinese dramas with their stories. One will lose memory. You will regain the memory back. You will lose the memory by the time... <laughs> hmm. They are top-notch with their creativity and putting someone on this um level of cheesiness and their romance though they can be so sweet like their storylines especially the romantic ones they can be so sweet and so cute like you would loudly say that this is cute or you just you just feel it in your bones so that's one of the things like i have stumbled on during quarantine and i have continued to watch though it is unhealthy because hmm, hmm, those things eh, can make you wish for things that will not happen to you in real life. It will heighten your expectation and it might not happen. So that is that.
Yes, I think I have another addiction. Okay, it seems like I've been talking about addiction, addiction, addiction. Like I have another thing and that is collecting pictures from Twitter. I collect almost all the good pictures I see on Twitter. No, not for regular people. Maybe um, of some celebrities I like. Some footballers I like. Just footballers, musicians, maybe music covers, maybe picture of food. Yes, picture of food, especially. I love collecting these things. If you know the number of Arsenal players, their pictures I have on my phone. Or is it Messi? Or is it Griezmann? See, my phone, my Twitter, the Twitter section of my gallery is filled with SpongeBob pictures, Basquiat art, picture of celebrities like I follow, or I see that these pictures are nice and I collect them a lot. Picture of food. I follow so many food pages on Twitter and I just save those pictures. I think it is unhealthy because one day I tried to go through the number and there were thousands. I'm like, Yesterday, are you okay? And sometimes, actually, I, I like them when I go to, when I'm bored and I just go to my gallery, I'll just go to Twitter and I'll start seeing those pictures from months ago and I will like them and I'll be like, yes, let me post this on WhatsApp status. And that is it. I just love it. I don't know. I love it. Especially if it is um, a picture of anything or someone or a celebrity or a footballer or a novelist or someone I just like in general or something I just like or a quote or pictures of my friends. I just like or just a picture of a scenery. Um, of a scenery. I just save them or a picture of a car. Anything. I just save them because they are always super clear and I absolutely love it. Yes, what else do I have to talk about? About. what else i have to talk about speaking of twitter i got sort of twitter famous and i could not handle it like i posted i replied and it can be called a reply but i quoted it on twitter someone's comments about nigerian musicians and i replied and the reply had whiskey oh my god i had hundreds of hundreds of likes and retweets and I could not handle the film. I'm like, so this is what celebs go through. I'm serious. I literally could not reply those messages. I could not. I was just overwhelmed. My phone was buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. And I understood that. No wonder these celebs, they don't even reply the messages they get. Because they were a lot. The retweets were just coming in. The likes were just coming in the comments. And I was looking. I was like. Where am I going to start from? Like, I don't want to be famous on Twitter. I don't. But, of course, when you mention something or anything that has risked, you are going to get some level of reaction. Surely when the top stands, retweet and... I've learned my lesson. No, I love whiskey. Does not survive them. I love whiskey. And what I posted was to kind of defend him. Yeah, I don't do that regularly. But it was the... What I quoted was just see me off and i had to reply in the nice way i could because i'm a nice person of course you guys know so i had to do so and jeez i was overwhelmed i could not i could not even plug my podcast normally people when they get to that mode, they quickly plug their business plug anything but i could not deal with the popularity i could and i got i think over 40 followers for the tweets do you know how easy how hard, sorry, it is to get 
over 10 followers in one day. I got to one for two followers and to the next day, people were still following me. So, I got Twitter famous because of this kid and I was overwhelmed. Hmm. What do I have to say again? What do I have to say again? Yes, I would like to share that there was a period not too long ago, like last week, this week, in the space of a month, do you guys know that I was working on my phone? Of course, I mentioned that I write. I create content for businesses and brands and individuals that want producing content for their online and whatever, wherever they want to publish it, I create content for them. So, my laptop got bad while I was helping someone to do something. And I'm not going in good terms with that someone again. So that's why I don't want to see the laptop again. And I have refused to repair that laptop. I'm basically... So, I'm basically staying away from the laptop because of the circumstance that surrounded it. So it is as if I am punishing myself by not repairing the laptop. So, I have been working on my phone. Like, I've been writing, typing on my phone. Because now that I am that I am ready to repair the laptop, I am lazy to go to where I can find affordable um gadgets repairs to do so for me. So I have been working on my phone for weeks. I've been typing on my phones. My fingers hurt like crazy. Like they hurt like crazy. You can't even imagine the pain I'm feeling for this punishment. I know I preached about forgiving oneself and after so many weeks have passed, I finally forgave myself and decided to repair the laptop. But now I am still facing the consequences. Like I, I am typing on my phone and I'm writing thousands of words on my phone, from my phone and on my phone. And it has been so difficult. God, I don't, I don't deserve this overhead lifestyle. I actually don't deserve. So... What I'm going to do is, finally, I will take a boat step, leave my house to look for how to repair this laptop and actually resume working from my laptop. And I actually need that laptop because I'm going to start something new. I want to begin publishing stories on my blog. And no, that will not be the first time I'm writing a story earlier this um earlier last month the book club i belong to i and like i think 10 other writers we published something like we semi let me say semi-published a mini short story book so i'm proud of that one of the things i've achieved this year so in my quest to start writing fiction and have a novel in the future i want to publish on my blog i will start publishing chapter by chapters on my blog so i need my laptop the story will be about a nigerian lagos based girl in the food and book industry so see i already have plans for it i just pray i don't lose focus and i leave this project i really want to achieve this i really want to start this story publish weekly and i want people to love it by the way the name of my blog is 
yetisjournal.wordpress.com yetisjournal as in y-e-t-t-y-s journals d-o-u-r-n-e-l-s dot wordpress.com you can find my other works there boom this project this story project this fiction project is going to make me take a bold step i need it to work because i need the feedback so that when i want to publish something big i would have learned from this project i will learn from the mistake i will learn from the feedback i will get i will learn from the suggestions i got from people i will learn to tweak things and my editing would have improved if the publisher i want to publish this novel which is not as big as the one that i will just afford me an editor so i really need this story project to work and i need to do my laptop so all things are connected i need to get this laptop done resume working back from my laptop because this is super comfortable compared to typing on my phone with my hand i don't deserve that i don't deserve to give myself this punishment because of someone that does not matter again i know i'm talking like a bitter person but i'm still pissed but i'm still good now that i'm thinking of it um so that is it that is it i need a break like i need water i have been talking on and on and on and on and i hope you find this fun so as a parting word for this episode please if you are listening via apple Podcasts, please i am begging you please give me a rating drop your reviews for me thank you very much and keep sharing this podcast thank you very much for those that have been sharing i love you guys a lot god bless you all god bless you guys and my new hobby you guys are making it fun for me i enjoy putting out this episode and i love it so much i hope you guys stay safe and i hope everyone keeps achieving their dreams and i hope you found this episode fun bye and god bless kisses no i don't do such bye and god bless you